It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. And Murray, who I have no idea if he watched any of the films we went to this week, as I did not see him at the cinema, but I can't wait to find out. Hey there, Merman. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. And I as well did not know what Murray saw. All right, then. That's two of us. Well, thanks to all been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash YYC. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible film. And we'll watch it. As long as it played in cinemas anywhere in the world. Now, let's get to raging. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Money Penny. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadows Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. You know what the most exciting thing from this last week was? Any guesses? I have no idea. We saw three films in cinemas. That is exciting. I know, right? And even more exciting, Mm. we're going to talk. Us men are going to talk about women talking. Oh. Yes. Yes, we are. (sighs) Okay. Women talking. I have bated breath. I want to hear what this man has to say about these women I who are it. talking. It's is pretty serious stuff here. So Women Talking is a fictionalized story inspired by actual events that occurred in a Mennonite community in Bolivia from 2005 to 2009. The true story is unimaginably horrifying as 150 females from the ages of 5 to 65 were drugged and raped. Normally, Mennonites would handle their own business, but thankfully, in this case, the elders of the community reported the crimes to Bolivian authorities. In the end, eight men got 25-year sentences. But this is not that story exactly. No, that's not the story I saw. But instead, a different spin where it is the women that must decide what to do in the face of such atrocities. They come up with three options. They can do nothing, they can stay and fight, or they can leave the community. 
put it to a vote and they split on two of the choices. Much of the film is the discussion of these two remaining scenarios. They debate the merits of each option and as they do, they examine some big questions about their roles in the community and their relationships with God and a bunch of other really serious stuff. The simple solutions seem not so simple as they examine all aspects of any actions that they may take. The whole cast is up to the weight of the material and Sarah Polly as director gets the most out of everyone. Polly is a director to be reckoned with. As she has now made four films that have been very good to outstanding. Mm. Women Talking was outstanding or even more accurately, it was Mondo. Oh, snap. Nice. Huh. Thought I'd give you a little history lesson there. That was a great, you know what? (laughs) Because I know that this was based on a true story, but now that you actually gave me all the insight, I could not be more happy to know that information. There you go. So this film had a different feel than I expected. And as we walked out of the cinema, I actually turned to Bryce and I said, you know, this was a different movie than I thought I was going to see. And then he proceeded to say to me, I'm just going to have a conversation with myself that pretending I'm you. And you proceeded to tell me that that's not the one you got from the trailer. The one you saw was the one you expected. And I said, no, that's not the film. (laughs) A film that is exactly what the title says. Women talking. Yes. I wanted this film to go on for another hour and a half. The insight and process to get through this tough decision these women had to put themselves through was threefold, as you had mentioned. Do nothing and forgive, fight, or flee, which is what I would imagine most of us from an outsider's perspective uh, and thought this might be an easy decision uh, with a colony full of rape incest abuse pedophilia where the characters are well developed and you understand everything and yet portrayed in a respectful and courteous way to the damage that is put upon these women they on the other hand didn't find it that easy to come that decision the line that in my opinion summed this movie up so well was i have to leave or i will become a killer And to think that the wisdom of the matriarch of this group of ladies says in in a later uh, comment, I'm not paraphrasing because I can't remember exactly what she says, but we have to leave because of our primary beliefs in pacifism, because if they stay, it will not work for them or against them for their attackers. And I just thought it was such an insight, like every single piece of this was just further insight into the people, the characters, um, the thought process that these women went through. And, you know, there's a significant amount of anger from some of them. Mm -hmm. There's so much wisdom in this film and that these topics are not just for a religious cult who abuse their women. This story is a metaphor for humanity and the freedom to have which women never have because of their attackers and how often they are constantly abused and affected i love how these women get down to business boss a man around to take notes on the meeting and then make shit happen all done what appears to be in a sepia color palette for the entire movie <laughs> Ooh, this must have been is that my time like got my time's up uh, <laughs> um yeah so the coloration of this really brought you to the dirty past of 2010 
Yes. <laughs> Which was also a surprise to me. Uh, on this Dusty Cult, I could have watched this for another hour and a half, even though the queen of all acting, Frances McDormand, was only in it for about three minutes, and yet her story is told, as is the story of all these women, through this powerful women, women enablement mondo of a film. This film is it, it wasn't like any film i'd seen before like i really i really love the direction style of this that mm -hmm. polly really to your point she really captured every single character and developed them well from just dialogue yep right like it's not it's it's very a he dialogue heavy film but it doesn't feel like it's long like it really didn't i i when it this and its credits come up I'm like what what's what what do you mean it's over it's and then i look at my watch this has been an hour, over an hour and a half mm -hmm. right yeah no it, fly, it flies by it's just it's just a really good movie yeah and at the end of the day you know i don't think i could call out just one actor oh, as being above the rest no. because it was such an evenly balanced cast yeah if ever there was a cast where everybody pulled their weight and even the it, little CLFs, they yeah, were like... They were great. They were incredible. Yeah. yeah, so... Yeah, no, this was uh, this powerful film, worth watching. Uh, I can't imagine anybody that I can think of that shouldn't watch this movie. Yeah, well, especially um, people who have a perspective, perhaps that women can't think through a process, So, mm. which apparently the elders of this community... Or maybe in that camp. So mm -hmm. cool beans. Mur, did you get to see this one? Nope. All right. Moving on. I think Murray prefers Sarah Polly's documentaries instead. Ah, yeah. I, I well, prefer she, movies that don't depress. She's me. got she's got one feature length documentary and it is spectacular. It is pretty spectacular. Is she running away from zombies? No, no that's her acting that's career. Her, you're getting it all mixed up, man. Yeah. That's just when she actually likes to run by. Is through she zombies. wearing pigtails on the island and, and running through meadows? Uh, no, uh, no, not that I'm aware of. And it's not. He likes he likes I've, the I've joy lost, in the zombie, I guess. But I've lost interest. He's lost. Okay. So we also got to see a movie called Living. Yes. This film is quiet and mm. slow. Mm. And although a period piece filmed in dark and dreary London and its suburbs, it generates a warmth and glow from a slow start that keeps you in a state of perpetual smiling joy. Bill Nye, the acting guy, mm -hmm. captivates every scene he enters and you cannot take your eyes and focus off of him the entire time he's on screen. The dialogue is slowly presented and sparse, but poignant. At times, its humor is so dry, you sometimes think it doesn't exist, but it does. Yes. And the director, Oliver, Oliver Hermanus, has an amazing grasp on facial and situational acting, so much so you understand and feel so much from the silence and the looks of every single cast member. Normally I say this kind of movie should move you to places of tears, especially how our main character dies. Uh, 
and the fact that he dies almost halfway through the film. But this is one of those films that has a slow building level of joy right up until the closing scene. Even in the sadness, I still had a smile on my face for the entire movie. Like, we'll break this out a little bit in, in a few minutes once you've had a chance to talk about it. The actors were stellar. Direction was subtly joyful, direct, and insightful. At the beginning... I started my inner dialogue with, oh my God, why the fuck is this another period piece? But 10 minutes into the film, I forgot I was in the 50s and was transported to a place of joy and comfort for over an hour and a half of a character-driven, dark and dreary, joyful mondo of a film. I freaking love this movie. This, mm. so far, is probably the top of my film list for this year. I, uh, Bill Nye was just so outstanding. Alright. You see this one? Nope. Alright. It was too dreary for him. Actually, I heard he was nominated for an Oscar. I might have actually gone and seen it. Well. Okay. But I didn't. There you have it. Living tells the story of Williams, the head of the Public Works Department, played by Bill Nighy. The acting guy. In post-World War II London, after he has been informed that he has a terminal illness. From here, we watch him take stock of his life, accept his circumstances, try to live a little, and perhaps even do some good with the time he has left. This film is so well written. Uh, it is based on Kurosawa's Ikaru which takes place in Tokyo about the same time and has its lead character go on a similar journey, but they were completely different experiences for me. I only bring this up because, you know, I think everyone should check out the Kurosawa, this, the Kurosawa flick as well from 1952. Did you rewatch it I again? Did. Okay. Uh, for the, for that matter, just take the weekend and have a Kurosawa film festival. You can't go wrong with whatever you would watch, but I would suggest including Redbeard, high and low, and I live in fear in your viewing. But back to living and the journey of Williams. As we follow along, Williams realizes that in the end, if you can leave the world a little better, then your life was worthwhile. Stellar cast, stellar script, beautifully shot with a tone that sucks you right into the era, makes living mondo. Isn't it interesting that um, we don't say this, like I don't say this very often, and I, I know you think this very often, but it's not very often that we get a remake yeah. that that is even comes close to the original. Yeah, the, and this one does such a great job of it. That. It really does. And if you're comparing the two, they're both they're both outstanding. Yeah. Um, and they're just different enough that I didn't feel like I was watching the same movie again. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what Bill Nye brings to the role, no one else could bring to that role. Yeah. He, is so good and if what murray says is true and he's gonna get recognized by whoever that's cool by a bunch of people who never saw the movie yeah yeah it's, i mean i'm always happy that actors get yeah awards for stuff that no they they were nominated and, and yeah. awarded from people that didn't actually see them do it people but. go hey i like him yeah he, he, he probably should, he he should, should have get won. he should get an award yeah Oh wait a second! Have you watched the movie? No, no, that's oh, no. not. But I, I, I get to pick who wins. But, that's right. But you didn't watch. The, but you didn't watch the movie. So how do you get to pick who wins? Oh, because I'm, I'm, I'm old the, and I'm in and the I'm academy. white and I'm in, <laughs> and the, I'm academy. in the academy. Exactly. Yeah, that's just a reason why we don't like award shows. So. Yeah. Also, because they usually get it wrong. 
this truth. um you know there was times in this i felt that it was i never felt it was draggy at all but no. it was it was it was really good character evolution like mm -hmm. right up until the point where the his business buddies at near the end of the film and yeah. they have to go in retrospect which really does kind of make you think like most people think their value in any situation from their memory is greater than yeah. but when they actually got together and started talking about the fact started comparing notes on they the, said wait a minute this name. wasn't us this yeah. was this was all bill nye's character and yeah. the whole reason it's there it's all william it's all william right so it, it, this this film like i really felt the entire movie even in the moments of sadness i still i don't know how he did it but i still felt so much joy like i just had a constant smile yep. on my face i'm not sure if you felt the same way like yeah. i didn't feel sad through this like no um, i asked my wife originally hey do you want to come see this with us and she's like well you told me what it's about this guy dies and and i see he says i don't want to see any depressing things like that and i'm like okay mm -hmm. and then i got home afterwards and he said this wasn't depressing at all you would have loved this yeah <laughs> so good loved 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 this movie oh well you know murray you know what that means yeah. you missed it last time so get on the ball this time that's right mondo. there you go technically Joe, jim never actually said mondo. the last one was a mondo uh yeah i did, yeah, I did. No, yeah you weren't listening uh, yeah, because okay. you weren't listening. Well, we'll play it back for you after the podcast. <laughs> That's right. You say a lot of things. Exactly. Get on the job, mister. So, yeah. Um, that was the two we just saw in cinemas. Yep. But there was a special event that we got invited to. An early release of Baby Cronenberg's new film. Baby Cronenberg. Infinity Pool by Ooh. our friends at Calgary Underground Film Fest. Which everybody can find at calgaryundergroundfilm.org, even if you don't live in Canada. And you can see why this is our favorite festival that's ever walked the planet. There you go. All right, sir. Infinity Pool is directed by Brandon Cronenberg, or as we affectionately call him, Baby Cronenberg. And let me just say, Brandon Cronenberg, you are the man. I mean, we get violence and orgies and body horror and disturbing images and biting humor, all mixed with a little social commentary. Its tone changes gears four or five times throughout the yes. film. Seamlessly, absolutely seamlessly, this changes gears four or five times. And every time it's like supremely effective. It is a comedy and a horror film, and a political thriller, all in one. Alexander Skarsgård is great as James Foster, who ends up killing someone while on vacation in a foreign land, and it's given a way out of his punishment. He can pay some cash, and a perfect double will stand in for his execution. This is the launching point for the insanity that follows. From here, the film goes bonkers in a good way. Mia Goth as Gabby is mesmerizing in this as she devours every scene she is in. She is wicked and she is hilarious. The debauchery that fuels her is fantastic. This is such an enjoyable experience as we watch the horror before us. I love this film that solidifies Brandon Cronenberg as one of my favorite directors. Infinity Pool was Mondo. Oh, baby. Uh, Bird, did you get to see this one? 
Nope. All right, then. So that was a three-way nothing for the Murr. He was too yep. busy waiting for a superhero film to come out. Exactly. So, uh, Brandon Cronenberg, a.k.a. Baby Cronenberg, or a new hip name for Baby Cronenberg, B-Crones. B-Crones. <laughs> for short, has us check in to an all-inclusive resort that lets you have all you can eat, drink, fuck, murder, and renew yourself, coming out refreshed and revitalized mm. like a newborn baby. Baby. The cinematography, music, and the direction of this film is original and all-encompassing that draws you in and has this slow-burning, sadistic, transformative film take you places you kind of expect but never really do. It at times is hard to watch the levels of opulent sadism and narcissism that our resort cult we are introduced brings us. And at times you feel, what the fuck? Is anyone going to take these bastards down a peg? After seeing uh, a few films this last year where they poke fun at aristocrats in a way that makes them seem kind of foolish and fun to laugh at think like the menu or triangle of sadness mm -hmm. but our boy b crones is having none of that no. don't get me wrong there are things in this that are funny but at no time in this did i think haha this is funny look at those douchebags rich people i'm better than them i never once thought that no b crones takes us to levels of depravity and dread that is the epitome of opulence where the true horror is this is where real horror lives in fact or better yet the rich will have always gotten away with murder <laughs> and this truly scares me mm -hmm. there was a time in this film that I was starting to feel that the film was hitting a bit of a lull. In fact, it happened a couple of times, and I think that you kind of alluded to that. But no sooner was I feeling that, that we are quickly brought out by something I was either shocked by or pleasantly surprised by. And at one point, I also thought, I'm finding this a little hard to believe that our second favorite Skarsgård would ever go along with this cult but then holy fucking guacamole, Mia Goth could make me want to do anything, including sacrifice and eat my own parents. I've decided right now, and please, my future wife, Lapita Nwongo, don't listen. I don't want to offend you in any way, shape, or form. But Mia Goth is the sexiest person who has ever lived, whoever <laughs> will live. And this film proves that 100%. I don't care who sees this movie. When you see Mia Goth through this entire thing, you can believe that she could drive anybody to want to do the worst possible things to anybody. I could drink my own doppelganger's dead corpse's blood from her nipple any day of the week. This film has all B. Crohn's films, like all B. Crohn's films, have so far took me places I never expected to go and was extremely excited and surprised to go to this all-inclusive 
mondo of a film and we got some unpacking to do with this film i did have to go back and rewatch his other two full features yeah we're ready Mar mondo. nice mondo. sweet this yeah he has like when i went back and watched his original one and he he took a long time between films like his first mm -hmm. film that came out uh, he didn't, he didn't get picked up or anything. And, and the funniest thing about it is I don't think any of his films have actually made any money. You're gobsmacked? Uh, well, I, I'm just, I have, I'm I have just a, waiting. I have a pretty good reason for that. Why? Uh, his films are really weird. Yes. They don't really appeal to the average moviegoer. Yeah, but the people who love horror. Would. Also, why women talking was in what one screen in the whole city? It like, was, but it's uh, also isn't that also up for some kind of award? Maybe? Yeah, no, she's got a couple nominations. But the, the thing is, oh, but I thought if, that was important. If they no, if they want more people to see it, they have to put it in on more screens. They have to uh, win. Uh, you you're preaching you're the preaching choir to there, the choir. Mister. I guarantee you, if any one of these three movies were at Crowfoot, I probably would have gone to see them. There you go. But right. they weren't because they're only in art house films actually no. except for the one except for the last chrome bone because that one was at the biggest cinema oh yeah no it opened Calgary. everywhere it just looked really yeah. weird yeah so as much as i love the scars guard it just it looked too weird for me yeah it was probably I a little too weird for me it was fantastic which is kind of a benefit to us in in all honesty because if Murray doesn't see any Brandon Cronenberg yeah. films, yes, I know you can mondo all over the place. then we can mondo all over the place. And, and in and five more he, films, he Brandon Cronenberg will be undoubted. undoubted. Until Murray decides to go, I mean, you I know have, what? You mean I have to go see a Cronenberg movie and rage on it? No, you don't. You, you don't. You, you yeah, just I, stay I home. I, I guess I do. No, just stay home. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could watch a Cronenberg film and rage on it. I think I probably could. I don't think you could. I don't think you, you could. You would not have raged on it. I this. think I and, probably could. And so antiviral... Yep. You know, it, when Antiviral came out, I watched it the first time. I liked it. Mm -hmm. I watched it the second time. I freaking love this movie. Yeah, it's it, to me it, that's almost like was a gift that I, Dad. I, I've I been watching you. I, I well, I liked it a lot, but well, I don't I, remember how much I liked it. I remember how much I liked it. Yeah, well, now <laughs> I really like it too. Well, your your favorite boy. Uh, Caleb Landry Drones is the main actor in it. And yeah. to me, Antiviral is almost like here is um, an offering up to my father, David. Mm. It has a real Papa Cronenberg type of feel to it. Yeah, it's got that vibe. But then Possessor, you can see, but you can see his influence in Antiviral. Mm -hmm. When you watch Possessor, it's like Papa Cronenberg couldn't, I don't say couldn't, wouldn't have done what Brandon did. And in this one, this is all Brandon all the time through yeah. this entire movie from the getting the right cinematographer for the shots, the music choices that he uses. Not that, that Papa doesn't use great, all these things oh, yeah. too, but he's, he's put his, he's put his signature on this. Yeah. And I, I just hope that by him using, in my opinion, like the new, the evolved A-list actors putting Mia Goth in this, mm -hmm. who's on a huge ramp up yep. after her big year last year with Pearl and um, X. X. Thanks, Mer. Um, this was was such a, a pleasant surprise, yeah. and it, it did. It, it he likes to fuck with your mind, and this oh. was just 
And it's fantastic. And, and not to spoil anything. And at the all inclusive and they take the bus ride back to the airport. Yeah. That that in oh. itself was just the the funniest situation. It was just <laughs> And then what what Skarsgård does after yeah. that, it was like we don't want to spoil it, but the he's just broken. If you if you're totally fucked up by this film, you have to watch it to the very end cuz it's just so worth it. Yeah. I just love, love, love this. What a great week we had. This is, I don't think this is, we've ever had a week where we've seen three films and all three of them were Mondo. Mondo. Just so, so good. Right, Mer? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) You missed out. You missed out. Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) Now what everybody's been waiting for. Oh, you two are not going to like my topic this week. Oh, yes, we will. No, you will not. Oh. But this is my time, so too bad. All right. Since I didn't see any of the movies this week, it will probably Gerard be the Butler. only chance I get to talk. Hmm. This week, I will be discussing the Oscar nominations. All right. All right. Hey, we're not disappointed. Yeah. Let's yeah. give them to Let's us. Let's have it. All right. Uh, I know, I know. We don't care about award shows. It's true. Except I still do. Right. And I still have dreams of being involved with a film that actually gets nominated someday. Nice. And maybe even getting on stage myself. That Whoa. is my dream. Hmm. Um, leading the nominations with 11 is one you'll both appreciate. All right. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It was fantastic. It was a great movie. our friends at Cuff presented last year. We yes, were they lucky did. enough to attend. Mm-hmm. Yep. Along with Best Picture, uh, it also got noms for the Director's Daniel. That's plural. Daniels, yeah. Yep. All the female actresses, including Jamie Lee Curtis. Nice. And sentimental favorite, Ki-Hu Kwan. Yep. A.K.A. Short Round. That's right. Yeah. Or Data. Data Brent Spiner? No, from from Goonies. Oh, okay. (laughs) Still talking about the same guy. (laughs) I think I saw like five minutes of that movie. (laughs) Uh, And yes, Murray, Data is also Brent Spiner. Yes. (laughs) Um, This was a very strange film, but I know we all loved it. Yes, we did. See, you can like strange. You're trying to convince us you don't like strange. It was strange strange and campy. It wasn't strange, bizarre, and mess with my mind. That's true. I was not a big fan of horror films, as you know. That's true. Mm. Uh, Tied for second with nine nominations. We're all quiet on the Western Front. I still haven't watched it. I don't want to. I saw the I original have one. Never heard of that. I assume deals with World War Two. Yeah, isn't nine it a nominations. Yeah, isn't it a remake? Both best pictures. Yeah, foreign and regular. Like yeah. I never even heard of it. Netflix I'm, is so happy. I right know the now. original was yeah. what 1950s or something. Like it was a long time ago. Yep. But, uh, and also with with nine is the Banshees of Inishirin. Yes. Which I know you both also love. We did. Along with Best Picture and Best Director, all the actors were also nominated. Nice. All three males and the one female. Cool. The Fablemans also got six, Mm -hmm. including John Williams in probably his last time doing music for a film. Oh, John Williams. And, of course, Spielberg. Um, Canada's own Sarah Pauly also picked up some nominations for her film Women Talking. Cool. I'm not going to go through all the minor categories because nobody really cares about those. And we only have an hour podcast. Special shout out 
to Calgary filmmakers Amanda Forbes and Wendy Tilby, who picked up a nomination for her animated short, uh, short The Flying Sailor. Yeah, we saw that. That's, that's which we awesome. Saw. It's one of the best. Yeah. It's one of the best. So good. Shorts. Nice job, ladies. I'm just and gonna nice run, film. I'm going to run down. Awesome I actually film. saw it. Uh, it was a little weird for me, but uh, it was fun. Um, I know you watched it with us. I did. <laughs> I'm just gonna run, and I don't even. We, like we were there, and yeah. I don't like shorts. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna run down the major categories, which of course we don't care about. Uh, best picture: All Quiet on the Western Front. Boo. Avatar: Way of Water. Boo. Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah. Elvis. Boo. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yay. The Fablemans. Yeah. Tar. <laughs> Yay. Top Gun. Maverick. Boo. Triangle of Sadness Yay! and Women Talking. Yay! And I still only seen half of these. <laughs> Best Director, we have Ruben Ostlund, Triangle of Sadness. Yay! Todd Field, Tar. Yay! The Daniels, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yay! Martin McDonough, McDonough The Banshees of Innis Sharon. Yay! And of course, Spielberg for The Fablemans. Yay! <laughs> Best actor, we have Austin Butler for Elvis. Boo. Colin Farrell, the Banshees of Inisherin. Yay. Brendan Fraser, the Whale. Yay. Paul Mescal, After Sun. And Bill Nye, Living. Yay. I'm really pulling for Fraser. It was undoubtedly the best performance of his career. I want Bill. And I just watched The Mummy. I want The Whale. I want Bill because that was my award last year. Best actress: Kate Blanchett, Tar. Yay! Anna De Armas, Blonde. Yeah. Andrea Riseborough to Leslie, which apparently was very controversial because they, you know, did a little uh, hustling to get her nominated. Nice. Uh, Michelle Williams, The Fablemans. Yeah. And Michelle Yeoh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yay! Best supporting actor. Brendan Gleeson, The Banshees of Inna Sharon. Yay! Hopefully he still has all ten fingers. Probably not. Brian Tyree Henry, Causeway. Huh? Judd Hirsch, The Fablemans. Mm. Mary Keegan, The Banshees of Inna Sharon. Yay! Kihu Kwan, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yay! Short round. <laughs> Finally, Best Supporting Actress, Angela Bassett. Black Panther, Wakanda Hong Chow, The Whale. Yay! Carrie Condon, The Banshees of Inisherin. Yay! And Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Zhu. Zhu? Zhu? HSU? Zhu? Yep. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yay! I, for one, will be watching on Oscar night, if only to cheer on Brendan Fraser and Ki Yu Kwan. Definitely not for host Jimmy Kimmel. Ugh. That's all I got. I, I got no comment because I'm not going to watch it. There you go. I know, but I am. And I'm not going to care. I know. I'm going to take a look at the odds and see. Uh, I might, oh, you I might, might, know, I might, money I might on it. I might have some money on it. Well, it's like not out I, of the realm of possibility. Find more than two people to scrape together five bucks, I might actually have a pool going, but I can't do that anymore. So. I'm just, I'm just going to go on to just my. Saying. My uh, wagering site, and yeah, I that. might just put a shekel or two on a couple. Shekel? Uh, yeah, yeah. You're actually pretty good. About I actually, what was the, the one year? It was a. Uh, you got a I, lot of them I right. Did, yeah, I did it really well. I, I actually made a rather substantial wager one year on something that was like, oh, it was on Parasite. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. which I, th- I when I bet it, 
was like six to 600 one hundred to one. No, it was only six to one. But when it actually right before the awards, it like dropped to like two to one. <laughs> so, yeah. What? Like so someone didn't have like, insight. Yeah. That seems just like, goes to show the efficient. ethics. But having said that, I got six to one because I get what when you bet, oh, you get the odds. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. Okay, then. Good going. I'll be not be watching it for the betting, but. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Sweet rage. This one. You guys even have rage this week? Yeah, with three mondos, mondos you think we wouldn't have a. You didn't think that we would have any because we had three mondos. But let me tell you, folks, here is my rage this week, and I'm hoping I'm stealing Bryce's because we wanted to go Monday night and do our regular double feature. Mm -hmm. Didn't you? No, we did not. And this is my rage. So, as Murray had so poignantly pointed out, the films that we went to see were not playing everywhere, everywhere, all at once, everywhere. Was it everything all at once, everywhere? Is that the one? Everywhere all at once. There you go, everywhere. So, we could only see them at one cinema. But the cinema that we go see doesn't do late shows anymore. Just just on Monday. Just on Mondays. Every other night. Monday to Thursday, I think. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday works. Don't they have shows during the day on the weekends? Yeah, but Bryce works. So That's not not their fault. Yeah, but it is their fault. They have limited staff. It is their fault. They should be having late night movies. a year from now, they'll all be out of work. Because that was... Yeah, well, there's that. Because that cinema's closing. The whole mall is closing. But the... that was actually packed. Like there was probably more people in that cinema a lot, than man. I've than as, I've ever seen when we went there. The Oscar nominations came out last week, and two of those movies were nominated, and they were, people realized they hadn't seen them. Well, maybe they just were people that wanted to go see, see this great a movie. They just want to go see no, a good they movie. They want to check them out. That's exactly maybe. it. Exactly. Oh, it. Anyway, my rage is yeah. kind of poured from what Murray said, which is he couldn't see this movie at his local cinema because mm. Murray lives like. In a suburb of Calgary, that's Downtown probably about that's about a half an hour outside of town. Yeah, he's, he's, I don't know how he even makes it here. You must, you must leave at like three in the morning yeah, to get here. I get still here. live twelve minutes away from you. Oh, but that's okay, well that's then, not normally what twelve happens. minutes well, to get here. And then he's got to take another well, that's fourteen not that minutes. Far away then. <laughs> Apparently, it's so far. downtown. It is. It is when you're Plus walking. I don't like that theater. When you have to walk because your car's broken down. Car's not broken. I just don't like driving. Oh, car. there you go. So you didn't have to walk. See, I even offered to pick him up, but he didn't. No, re- he's not didn't, saying that. Anyway, go. that's not my rage. My rage was yes. Let's get these cin- movies in cinemas, and Murray can see them too. There you go. Except he doesn't have to watch the Cronenberg films. No, no, just not, stay away. From don't the watch B. Crumbs. No, don't, don't watch B. Crumbs. No, have I think, to go. I think I do. Well, it's I actually scene. have faith. I don't think I think you, you ain't raging on any of them, and you no. might. You well, might. Didn't mo- you see Possessor? You saw no. Possessor with us, didn't you? No. Really? Really? Nope. Didn't stay for that one either. Huh? I, and you know what? The other thing I have to mention about B. Crones is yes. that um, he's a science fiction god. Like every one of his films are kind of science fiction. Yeah. So yes, there, they are. that's a thing now. It's a thing. It's a thing. So yeah, movies. 
I'm okay with the sci-fi, not so much the horror. <laughs> so yeah, movies. <laughs> yeah, movies. <laughs> That's better cranking. Yeah, baby. I went to the movies, and when the film started, all the doors to the theater remained open. God, this is your rage. That's my rage. I had to get up and shut all four doors to avoid the light and noise coming from the lobby. And while I'm at it, put your bloody walking around phones away. Even if you're sitting behind me, the light is still distracting. Turn it off and put it away. So I guess my rage is avoidable distractions at the movies. That was... That was in the same film. Lady behind me turned on her cell phone. I can see it. It's it's making a glow. You should stop. This is totally a Murray rage, by the way. Uh, This is exactly the things a Murray rage is about. This moment brought to you by Old Man Bryce. (laughs) That's my rage. Influenced by Old Man Bryce. And it's funny you mentioned that because I remember a couple of weeks ago, a couple of guys in the back were making loud noises and laughing while I was watching the movie. Yes, I remember that too. Just saying. Those two were so funny. Even that movie was so bad. (laughs) It was so bad. Just saying. Distractions at the movie. (laughs) They're the worst. They're the worst. Yeah, but we had a private screening. Pot kettle. We had had a private screening. It was just us. Doesn't matter. I was still a third person. Yeah, but you were were part of us. Yeah, but you were so far away. We we need to to be louder so you can hear us. That's right. Exactly. Just saying, pot kettle. Pot kettle. It's pot kettle. So movies, yeah. <laughs> movies, yeah. Rage. Subside. <laughs> Pulse. Slowing. Anger fading. All right. Hey, the lists. There's a lot of suspense going on with this. Um, I don't know. It's because the music it's ma- making me think, and then Bryce singing along with it. It's yes. actually building some suspense. I like our music. Yeah, I think our music is. You know what? We get told quite often on social media that people enjoy our music. Mm. So this is. I mean, what else could this be but the lists? I agree. There you go. Absolutely. Um, so one of the things. We kind of discussed this a little off air, but we talked about it last week that we do need to bring up Kelsey Grammer. Do we? Yeah, we do. Just because our listeners didn't get the benefit of you and I talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Because we did decide, you know, he is... What is he? Potentially Mm, doubted. He's potentially doubted. That's right. All right. But, you know, the, the good thing is that we don't have to go through the whole list. Well, the, the thing is, is that we haven't seen anything. I've seen two movies out of his last eight. And they were... Well, don't spoil it. Do you, okay. know that, do you know he has eight movies upcoming? <laughs> we better do this quick, then. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read these movies. Okay, these are, I hope you've actually done some research. No, and I just, didn't do any. We talked about this. He's got 900 movies and 90% of them are not in theater. Well, you you remember we talked about this. So the first one was, it even says TV movie. Okay, well then don't even bring it up. The first movie that doesn't say TV movie is Christmas in Paradise. 
Okay. Which Murray well, didn't see. No, I did see it. Oh, was it Mondo? Did you see it? No, of no, course you didn't not. see it. No, I didn't. Was Thank it Mondo? Was it Mondo? Uh, no, it was a man. It was uh, a, there you go. It Why was didn't ho- you say it was Mondo? Then it's over. Then it, look. It, it yeah. Was, it was a holiday movie with uh, Liz Hurley and a couple other people in it. Nice. All right. Okay, well, High Expectations. Never heard of it. I don't know what that is. Uh, okay. He plays a coach, apparently. That's right. Uh, Miss football. Willoughby and the Haunted Bookshop. I think that I one think was, that'll be that good. Was a, yeah, it sounds good. I kind of want to see it now. Uh, Father Christmas is back. There's no way that's released in theaters. <laughs> See, I you need if you wanted no. to talk about this, you needed to do some research and just no, give me we, eight movies that have been released. Wait, you, you don't have to get excited. You're gonna, no, I think you're, I do because we had this conversation already. I know, and I'm like, well, okay, so be prepared at least. And you're just, we're just having the same stupid conversation again. Except there was a reason why we're having it. Is there the God Committee? I liked it. It was mad. All right. The space between. I don't know what that is. It sounds good though. You realize you released five movies in one year. Yeah. Yep, that's what that happens was, that when... Was, that was the middle of oh, COVID. right. The Space Between was a made-for-TV movie. Oh, The good. movie after that, I'm glad though, we talked about it then. It's important. Because uh, the next movie was Money Plane, which right. you also gave a meh. I, I, it's a rage. Just No, it's not. It's, it's a meh. It's a rage. I, I gave it's, it a meh, too. Did you? There you go. You I think you did math. give it a See, rage. You don't pay attention either. I, 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 I I'm did pretty sure you gave it a rage. I did my minute on it like two weeks ago. That I think two weeks ago. I think you actually was did like give it a rage. more like three or four uh, weeks ago. Weeks. I'm pretty sure you gave it a rage. Right? I'm almost positive you gave it a rage. I am like 100%, but I am 100% positive Bryce gave this a man. I don't. So I that's mean, why Kelsey Grammer is not doubted. Although, because he's probably making eight movies in one year, you can pretty much guess we're going to well, be talking about him next year. This is. They gotta be in theaters though. He can make all. He can have his cousin videotape all the things he wants and say it's a movie. Doesn't matter. It's gotta be in the theater. I know. Okay, so I'm come con- up with. I'm convinced. Do some, do some I'm freaking convinced. research. Okay, the next time I'm you bring convinced. up Kel- the next time you pick, bring up Kelsey Grammer, you need to know that they were released. And I don't want you sitting there scrolling through IMDb, listing off every stupid thing he's been in. Just do the research, come up with the list of movies that have been released in theaters, and then we can have this conversation. I don't know if we can Until do that. then, Down shut down. your yipping <laughs> trap about Kelsey Grammer. Because everything he puts out, none of it gets released in the theaters. Except for the two that you gave meh. I just want this to all be known. Anyways, whatever. That it was Bryce. Because I wanted to go on a Kelsey Grammer adventure. And create so much rage for this fest for this yeah, festivus of grammarous. You just, but you and your evil ways just could a kibosh on it with a double man. Okay, fine. That's the important part of that's, this story. That's fantastic. And thank you, Murray, for watching that made for TV so, Santa Claus. Re- movie. Real quick, this movie. Of course, I watched it. Just to change the subject. That's perfect. Um, I just want to. I just want to get your input on whether Sarah. Polly is four away from undoubted or did you give back to back Maz or anything to her previous three, four films? Are we talking about films. her directions, right? As a director. Yeah. Okay. So as a director, we have talking got, as a Mondo. I've got one Matt and three Mondos. Uh, stories we tell was a Mondo. Mm-hmm. Uh, take this waltz was a Mondo. Yep. 
away from her was oh they're uh, all mondos never mind yeah exactly I don't know <laughs> there's about. no man there what was i thinking i don't know well anyways so yeah mondo, can, mondo, can, I, mondo. can we just pause this for a second yeah. can you fucking do your research first I before did. you come out and start I saying didn't. we have three i know what we have and this is what we have it i didn't bring it up i only brought it up because i knew that, that that she couldn't she she's on her way that's right you got your lost for words but yeah because you weren't as prepared so we're she's four away all right that's now, good okay. now can we talk about it from an actress perspective we can but I, did you do the work on that no i didn't care why would you not she's an actress too i know but i don't think i don't apparently you're not coming to this podcast as prepared as you expect everybody else to be i just want everybody to know this is what Murray and I have to deal with on a week basis. First off, Murray doesn't show up because of how unorganized you oh, are. Yeah, that's Pishaw. it. Exactly right. At any I'm rate, I'm gonna wait around for twenty minutes while he writes. Do you want to look at her? Is I don't think she's. I don't think. Yeah, she so is. she's she's four. So now she's got. Oh, I don't know. We have to do a lot of work. Yeah, she hasn't been in that. Because I don't know if she's been in enough movies. No, well, I don't think she has. Do you want to quickly peek and see if there's movies there? Nah. Well, Cause you was, know what? Just yeah, do it really quick. Well, you can't include TV, right? Which no. is where she got started. Well, what does that have to do with the price of tea in just China? Just saying, she's a good actress on TV. That's where she got started. That's well, right. She got started. She I, got. Some, how long ago was that? I don't know. Twenty years ago. Okay. Well, she, that, 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 uh, yeah, that. she's had eight movies um, since then. But she was in the I movie Beowulf has. and Grendel. That was animated, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it's not. It? It's live. Was that action. a live action one? Oh, action. that one. Yeah, I didn't like that. That was a rage. That so, was a rage. So, so that was quick. Okay, perfect. Uh, <laughs> I would also like to nominate someone for Undoubted, which I, I, I don't know that I don't think we've had this conversation. Let's have it. Because even his 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 movies at the end of his life were still really. Kurosawa? Bad. Is that yeah. what you're bringing up? Okay. Akira Kurosawa. Near the honor list somewhere? Nope. He's we not, haven't. which just shocked me. I went back and looked and I was like, I, I don't understand. Yeah, I never get tired of. Okay, uh, guarantee you, I haven't seen any of his movies. No, so. I've seen them all. I've seen them all too. Ran is probably one of my favorite movies of of all time. Uh, Kegamusha is also one of my favorite movies of all time. Like he's yeah, there's, 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 he's never made a you bad. You liter literally can't go wrong. Just he's um, Tora Tora Tora. Like I mean, well, he uncredited. I know, but, but it was but still he was it was, part of it. It was yeah. still pretty damn. He wasn't pretty the, damn awesome. He directed a small portion of it, but he was yeah. yeah. I mean, we have to count it, even though. Yeah, no, I he's yeah, there's just he's undoubted. Okay, for sure. perfect. That's easy. So you know, it's funny when you have one of those, right? It's, it's like it's forever undoubted. It's forever undoubted, and same with um, unless Murray decides to watch all eight of his films, then you know, you'd have to read a lot That's of right. subtitles. You have to read subtitles. So much subtitles. And are any of those movies less than three hours long? Uh, no, they're usually at least three hours. Exactly. Long. All right, and and okay, so that's that's good. I'm I'm pleased. Actually, that I happened. am kidding. Most of his films are under three hours long. Yeah, they but Kagamusha was what, three hours long. <laughs> Almost all of them. Almost are, are over two hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, another slam dunk, I think. And I, I hate to do it because the list is already bloated. Yeah, but is the undoubted or the mesmerized? Mesmerizing. List? Well. Well, this will be this will be a good question then. I'm I'm very anxious to hear what you're gonna say on well, this. Well, it's I, it's a slam dunk. It's not. No, Ben Affleck is not mesmerizing. Well, yeah, he, he he's he, repulsive. He, he, he is mesmerizing, but that is not what I'm about to say. Oh, okay. Uh, Mia Goth is mesmerizing. Oh, 
about three movies? Yeah, beyond yeah. mesmerizing. We've got one. We've got someone on there with one movie. So if you can't take your we eyes off, we took her off, though. Remember? Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. Yeah, I would. Uh, that's that's a no brainer for me. Absolutely. Yeah, I've seen her in one movie. I've seen. And was her she in mesmerizing in that movie? Okay, she wasn't what I was paying attention to, but. Well, as the old lady or as the younger version of her? Younger version. No, I guess she was the old lady too, but no, that wasn't what I was paying attention to. She was to. pretty mesmerizing as the old lady too. All right. I didn't see a need for a prequel though, but whatever. It's true. Just saying. Well. Unless he sees B crowns. You want to throw her on? You can. You can go ahead. I'm not going to fight you, but she's done like three movies. Yeah. So yeah, and she's and she's amazing in each one of them. So there's basically no way you can hit anybody else against her because. Nobody else she's been in movies with is on our list. If if we all thought Alexander Skarsgård was mesmerizing, other than his movie with Mia Goth, yeah, but here he, we he, could add him, and, and then, then we then would remove, could, then you would boot him already. Oh, so that's yeah, right, he'd be gone. That. There's no question. There'd be no question. He'd so I'm not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. All you right. can bring it up later when we forgot and we have to rewatch this no, movie. That's, right. that's what you should do, Murray. Anyways, Mia Goth will have a. You know, hopefully, it's in the near, very near future. She'll have a mesmerized off just because I hope yeah. she's making more movies and uh, whoever you know. Eventually, she's going to star in something with someone that's on our mesmerized list, and then I feel sorry for that person. So yeah, I do too. Um, actually, I imagine she has she has two upcoming projects. I would imagine she's got at least two. But two is what we have listed. Mm. One is, a, I think, another sequel to X. Oh, really? Of course. Yeah. I knew there was another one coming. Yeah. Cool. Following Maxine, who was the only survivor of the bloody incidents of X, as she continues her journey towards fame to so become an actress. They made a prequel of the old lady, and now they're making a sequel. <clears throat> to the prequel. To the aftermath. Yeah. To the actual movie. That, yeah. That's right. Keep it coming. Keep me a goth coming. Yeah, sure. Turn out seven more like Friday the 13th. Uh, Why not? Sure. sure. Why not? Anything me a goth in, I'm going to watch. Whatever. And she's awesome. That was a... Uh, I believe she is. That was rewarding. Isn't she also in the new uh, Wednesday Adams thing? Maybe. I don't know. Sure. Is that a movie? But oh, what I can tell oh, you... Well, no, I what, I, what I can tell you is... Is that I would literally... Murder my parents and eat them if she yeah, asked me to. You, you already, you already told I'm us. Just that. saying. Yeah, like, I know. Maybe I should just do it without her asking me to. Do it. <laughs> I did it for you, Mia. I did it for you, Mia. <laughs> like the guy who uh, who tried to shoot Reagan because he was in love with Jodie Foster. Yeah, that I did guy. it for you, Jody. He, she mm. was probably happy about that. Yeah, uh, doubt it. <laughs> do you like cute dogs? Of course you do. We have a cute dog, and we'll share pictures of her if you listen to our podcast. We are two idiots and a dog, and we talk about movies and other media. And post pictures of our dog, Kaiju. New episodes post weekly on podpage.com slash T-I-A-A-D media. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at T-I-A-A-D media and wherever fine podcasts are sold. So give us a listen. You wouldn't want to disappoint Kaiju. Doesn't love dogs. I love dogs. Except that little shit next door who does uh, was barking all day yesterday. That's not kaiju. No. Last week on Rage or Dare, Jim excitedly picked the f- ever funny Fran Dresher's Opus, The Beautician and the Beast. I say Opus, but maybe I mean the movie that ended her career. <laughs> well, I guess Jim's going to tell us 
All about that in a few short minutes. This week, I have a special, horrible, excruciatingly putrid film for the boys to watch. And no, they will not be pulling from my bag of evil remakes. I'm taking Bryce's mental health into my own hands this week. Are you ready, Bryce? Well, here it comes. Jim, and especially Bryce, are going to be watching The Wicker Man. No, no, not the bees. <laughs> Glad I got all of that out. Now, here's Jim to tell us how my favorite hostess with the mostess apparently can also be a beautician. <laughs> He's so weird. He's the best person that's ever lived. I love him so much. Okay. This film, Beautician and the Beast, starts with what has to be considered the funniest cartoon slander against Disney since 1996. Mm. Fran shows that no cartoon prince is going to mansplain or manipulate anything. And I laughed for like two solid minutes. Nice. And then I turned the film off. So this was Mondo. No, you have to watch the whole thing. What? I thought that was the movie. The cartoon. No. no. Oh. Isn't that what the intro of our show used to be? cartoon uh maybe i don't know but was it, was it on tv unfortunately uh, yes. no, i have no idea then i did actually turn it back on a day later and started watching again mm. fran drescher does what she does best through the entire movie be a stereotype jewish new yorker with a sexy 80s look in the 90s and a voice that even when she's not trying to be funny she is. I find the nanny goes to Europe, aka Slovencia, not as funny as the American nanny, which was basically what this was. If you like the nanny, you may like this film because her character is the exact same and is obvious, obviously a role she does well. But I feel this one suffers from all the others. Fall in love with the prince from America slash be a nun and find a captain or be a hooker and find a rich dude type romance movie. It's not plausible. It's not funny. The accident accents of all the actors are badly faked and terrible. As you can imagine, the biggest issues in this film, other than the obvious is that we don't get enough Franz patented <laughs> until the very end. There's nothing original in this film whatsoever. And movies... Uh, and movies along <laughs> so fast that also makes it hard to believe. Plus the fact that everything Fran does in every situation would have gotten her killed or fired by the terrible dictator played by the equally awful Timothy Dalton. Is that his name? The, That's his name. Yeah. Bond. James yeah, Bond. James Bond. Yeah, it it was, yeah, it was really like we had already known the American version of this TV show, so that we didn't. It, there was no development to the story. They just got right to the awkward and unbelievable romance with Franny and Timmy, 
which doesn't roll out well at all because there was no chemistry. So to sum it up, the nanny goes to Slovenia, has an unbelievable romance, annoying sound of music ripoffs, CLFs, terrible accents, except for Fran, TV-like script and acting, but it was amazingly funny because Fran Drescher is so hilarious. So it was meant. It was not. No, it was awful. This is a rage. But every time Fran did something funny, I did laugh at her. Hmm. She's adorable. I'm just scanning like through, through UHF. Her. I'm scanning through our movies right now because I swear I just watched The Wicker Man. Okay, so we didn't watch The Wicker Man on Rage or Dare. We watched The Wicker Man because um, Nicolas Cage Cage went up against... um, What's her face from The Exorcist? So why am I watching this again then? I just watched it. Because he went to the Rage or Dare list. This is... That's insanity. I know. No. No, so that you no, have a choice. I'm saying no. You have a choice. All right. We either rewatch and put it. We both watch it, and it's on Rage or Dare, or we have to watch the original, which I also know you hated. Well, at least I didn't just watch it. It's up to you. Uh, watch the original. That's your choice. Yeah. Well, I'm, watch I'm, the remake. I'm gonna watch the original then because right. I just watched this. All right. And so did I. Yeah. We both had to because... So, do you remember why? Uh, no, I don't remember who was against him. It was it was What's-Her-Face from... Oh, What's-Her-Face. From yeah. The Exorcist. How could I forget that? You know who I'm talking about, right? No. Ellen Bernstein. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember now. Yeah, exactly. That's why we rewatched it. Oh, and who, who, uh, who won? Uh, I... Th- think Nicolas Cage must have because he's still there and she's not. Is he still there? He's not on our mesmerized list anymore. Isn't he? I don't know. You're looking at the list. Yeah, no, I'm not is. looking at the list. He is. is he really? Yeah. Oh. No one's That's interesting. No one's taken up Nick. The- oh. oh, there was that one movie I put up, uh, Art of War or something with was it Jared Leto. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah and we yeah, couldn't yeah, agree because yeah. I thought Jared Leto and you thought him. So that was there your you fault too, there you go. by the way. I just want to remind all our listeners that most of the problems that we have with our podcast is Bryce's fault. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, perfect. So we will be coming next back next blah back next week to watch the Wicker Man. One of them, either the original or the remake. I'd laugh you or both. We should really watch both. I'd laugh if you guys didn't watch the same one. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that one. I saw the other one. I mean, we know this is a perfect choice. It's not Casey's fault. He has no way it. of knowing that we watched it for another another reason. Uh, right? It's not his fault. People well, it's, can not dare- his, it's not his fault, but once we've watched it, we're not watching it again. Why not? It's terrible. It's be fun. It's torture. Oh, that's sad. You just don't want to be broken again. <sighs> I You're just tired of being broken. It. Yeah, yeah. Well, then we're going to watch the original. That's your choice. We'll take this offline, people, but... As normal, the god of rage, Casey, the nerdy photographer, nailed it. That's all I want to say. I'm not saying anything. Button up, buttercup. I can't wait. All right. What's happening, Murray? Let's wait for the song to end. 
<laughs> nice. Thanks, Rages, for listening. Thanks to Extended Film Rage family. You can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey from the Nerdy Photographer, the voice of Rage Ardare, and also the God of Rage. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and T-Bubble. We are always wanting to make this raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us an email to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dares to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, Please, 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 please make us rage. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on.